Welcome to New Teacher Talk. My name is Amy Livengood, and I am a sixth grade reading language arts teacher with 19 years experience in education. Today, I'm going to talk about communicating with parents and guardians. In this podcast, we're going to touch on keeping parents in the loop. If you need to have an uncomfortable conversation with a parent or guardian, And also, I'll share with you what I have found to be the most helpful word to use when you are needing parent support. I remember as a new teacher being really petrified to contact parents. That was probably one of the scariest things about my first couple of years for me. So I'm hoping some of these tips will help you feel more comfortable when you have to have those conversations with parents. So first, you'll want to introduce yourself. One of the things that I've been doing the last couple of years is actually sending out a video through our district communication system to all parents with a screencastify or screencasted video that shows my face along with a slideshow of some things about my classroom, about myself, my personal life, my family, just to introduce myself before they get to the school for that back to teacher night if they can come. So once school has started, You'll want to have updates to parents so that they know exactly what's going on in the classroom. You may want to ask for support with volunteers in the classroom or different supplies, just different announcements and things like that. The key is really to keep it streamlined to the point and set a positive tone. So parents are bombarded with so many emails from school, especially at the secondary level if they have multiple teachers. So you really want your updates to be every week or every other week. As long as you're consistent, have some sort of bullet point list of the most important things that they need to know to support their student. Do you have an assessment coming up? Is there a special day coming up? Is there an issue going on in the classroom lately? For example, last year I asked all parents if they can bring in a water bottle for their students because everyone wants to go to the water fountain all the time. That was becoming an issue in one of my class sections. So just that bullet point, really quick list that parents can very quickly scan. They're busy people too, just like us. And having that positive tone of, you know, we're really in this together. Here's how you can help support your student be more successful. That's going to really set you up to have those positive parent relationships because it really is key for your students to see their family and you on the same page. A couple other things that you can do to keep parents in the loop are those individual student interactions that you can have with post-its or taking pictures and sending those home. So for example, I have a special little notepad that I only use for very, very quick positive notes home. On the notepad, I may say something like, your student scored 100% today on their assessment. Woohoo, way to go. And I just give that little piece of paper to the student. They're excited to bring that home. Sometimes they even put it in their little Chromebook case and they'll leave it there all year long because they're just excited to have some positivity. And that really, really goes a long way. It takes you 10 seconds, put something on a post-it, have a special notebook or a little notepad and send those home. Same thing with taking pictures. And of course, check your district policies and make sure this is okay. Taking pictures of students doing something really great or kind of mundane. Oh, you know, your kid is so funny. Really makes me laugh. Take a picture of of their student doing something really funny that day. Send them an email. Again, having that I like your kid message 
parents want to hear that. They need to know that you are in their kid's corner. There may be times that you have to have an uncomfortable conversation with a parent. That is scary as a new teacher because you haven't had the experience. You may not know all the ways that this conversation can go, right? Sometimes you may not know exactly how to phrase your words or phrase the problem that the student may be having in your class. I have found for me the most helpful word to use when I need parent support from home is to use the word insight. Because when you're calling home, you are really asking for insight on that student behavior, background, academic information, all of those things. That's insight. You're asking for insight because the parent is the expert of that child, right? By using the word insight and asking for insight, that helps show the parent that you're really on the same team because you need their insight to make your class run smoothly, to help that student be more successful and potentially to avoid further consequences for a student. So using that word insight and really getting some background on what has helped before, has this been an issue? Parents whose students may have issues year after year, they know what's worked before. So just asking them, has this been an issue? What has worked before? Can you please help me? And see what they have to say. And then be honest about what you can do in your classroom. So if a parent says, you know, what's really helped is if he has been a helper in the classroom. You know what? I can definitely do that because I always need things passed out or I need things cleaned up. I need the board wiped down. So I will make sure that if I start to notice your student acting a certain way, I'm going to ask him to help me with something to help reset that behavior. If a parent asks for something that's really you are not able to do that, ask for some other ideas or offer some suggestions of things that you've seen other colleagues do or that you've tried before in the past. Again, being on that same page and asking what has worked in the past is much better of a conversation than saying your student is doing this in class. Here's all the ways that your student is not being successful because that is just going to create a defensive barrier between you and that parent. If that conversation gets heated, or it gets to a point where you're not able to resolve it, it is okay to set those boundaries and say, you know, I'm going to go ahead and stop this conversation. Unfortunately, I, I can't continue talking right now. So I will talk with my admin and see if, you know, my administration has some different ideas. Why don't I get back to you? Let me think about this and go ahead and end that conversation and let your administration know. It is okay to have those boundaries with parents as far as the time that you're available to talk. If a parent wants to meet immediately and you can't do that, it is okay to set up a different time to meet and to have those boundaries with parents because you're a human too and uh, you have feelings and we need to make sure that you're protecting yourself as well as helping all your students be successful and really building that team with parents so that the student sees that everyone is there to support them and to help them have the most successful school year. So remember, you have the same goal as your student's parents, and that is to have a successful school year and to see their child grow and flourish. So to sum up, keep parents in the loop with streamlined, consistent messages. If you do get need to have an uncomfortable conversation, get insight from parents. Really think about that word insight to get the most helpful information from the parents. Thank you for listening. I hope you become a regular follower of this podcast channel. And remember, as a new teacher, we are here to help you.